What's up, party people? It's another fun episode of Two Brown Boys Talk Toys. We're your hosts. I am Darren. He is. I'm Jal Horton, the Toy Soldier. What's going on, everybody? All right, and make sure you check out Jal on the Toy Soldier action figures and reviews on YouTube. Yes, please. And please do. On Instagram is the underscore true underscore toys underscore soldier, right? <laughs> I think so. Uh, I haven't posted anything under it yet. Just go to my go to my Instagram and click on the link in my uh, in my bio, and it'll take you to my site. Okay. And so this, we're gonna talk about pricing MP10 3.0 and a whole bunch of stuff. Hopefully, we get to some um, Titans on um, Teen Titans, the new show um, talk. But we're gonna talk about we got a whole bunch of stuff. It's a fun episode. But as always, we're gonna start and talk about what did you get in since the last time we talked. And you go ahead. Um, wow, I got quite a few like DC Universe Classics figures that um, that I've been hunting down and finally finished up. Uh, if I could do you know some videos and stuff, I got the uh, Unique Toys Challenger. Haven't opened it, but I got him in box. And then uh, what I got? Oh, I got the um, Thousand Toys slash Sentinel. Uh, Iron Giant figure. Just got him in today. Hi. Oh, so you, have you opened it yet? Or are you still just... No, uh, no. That'll be done within the next day or two because I'm going to film like... I, I kind of do light reviews. This is for everyone. I kind of do light reviews on my channel. But I do like unboxings. Like I'll do an unboxing of it and go over everything. Like my initial reaction and stuff. I like doing an initial reaction than trying to do like a real planned out thing. I don't know. I think it... I just I try to make it more genuine. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. something breaks on camera, like yeah. I want to have a package I want to break on camera and not behind the scenes. Be like, oh, when I pulled it out, it broke on me. And no, I want everyone to see it. Like I want everyone to see everything. So I, I do unboxing videos. All right. All right. And so I'm going to unbox him within after I do this. Video, I got he'll be done. I'll be, open him like either today or tomorrow. Okay. All right. How about yourself? I went. Wrestling figure crazy. Yes. So I've probably gotten like twenty wrestling figures since we last talked. I can look and tell you. Now I got Bobby the Brain Heen. I got Brooklyn Brawler. I got the Genius Lanny Poffo. I'm gonna train. I knew him as Leaping Lanny Poffo. So I'm gonna. Um, I've been doing some customizing with these. So I'm gonna customizing with that. I yeah. want to talk a little bit. I got Larry Zabisco. I got Kurt Henning. I got Jim. It was a um not a custom. It's like. It's Kurt a store. Henning or Kurt Hennig, like Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect, but like okay. I knew him as Kurt Hennig. So I'm a, I knew him as Kurt Hennig from right. AWA. Okay, so can you explain to people how you know them all differently than we all know them? Yeah, so like I grew so in the South, wrestling in general, the WWE was just another promotion. Like even it was, it wasn't like because NWA is based here or WCW is based in Atlanta. So like. Growing so like up, and wrestling is the McMahon basically went up to everyone and said, "I'm going to buy you out." Yeah, so like before I, they did me right. Yeah, but I was a wrestling fan before my man did that. So because right. a lot of these folded. So like growing up, like me and my dad went to probably over well over a thousand wrestling shows. Like that was our thing because it was That's a awesome. it was a wrestler called Thunderbolt Patterson, like one of the early black wrestlers. He actually lived in the apartment my dad lived in as a kid. He was older, of course. My dad was a kid. So like, and ultimately when we want when my dad wound up getting old and buying a house, Thunderbolt Patterson wound up living in the same. Like, not in the same block, but like maybe three or four blocks over or whatever. So they bumped me to your 
other than the liquor store. So anyway, long story short, my dad has been a lifelong wrestling fan and he passed it on to me. And so a lot of these people I know before they came to the WWF, like I've, the only people I know who from the WWF are maybe Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant, but I vaguely remember them in AWA, Hulk Hogan in the AWA, but Andre the Giant and is pretty much the main one. Like I remember Shawn Michaels when he was the Rockers with Marty Jannetty. I remember pretty much everybody before they were who they were, like Billy Gunn, DX, I remember them from kind of WWF, but most people yeah, I remember. Man, that's so dope. Like, I love that you have that history with that. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah, so, like, I got a ton of them, and so what I've been, it's a store called Wrestling Superstore, so I, every one of my figures has a championship belt, so I got well over 50 figures now. Some of them have duplicate belts, but they sell, the Wrestling Superstore sells their own belts, so I've gotten into painting, so I've just been painting them up and trying to make them look a little unique. Um, I've also, today, I should begin to mark Henry in, and I'm going to customize him to look like this dude called Kareem Muhammad for a tag team called the Zambui Express that was out of Memphis when I was young. I remember them. Him and the Bad News Browns, so I'm going to customize them and put I'm gonna put, put some molded hair on them. So I've got some um, putty, and I'm going to mold some hair onto them to kind of make them Yo, So I'm excited to see see how that turns out. Yeah, so I, I, I've been doing that type of stuff, and I, it's a it was a manager called Playboy Gary Hart. I'm taking Kurt Angle figure and i'm gonna mold a beard on him and kind of some other features and he's gonna hopefully look like gary hart so this is this is me learning and stuff but it should be relatively doable so i've been all all on that and i've been with legend scales transformers so i got magic squares red alert and the huffer and i got the legendary heroes flippers so is there a lot of people that are getting into legend scale now i remember it was just what like dx9 that was doing it for a while. Who Do you mean it? from a collector or a company standpoint? Company standpoint. Yeah, everybody is. Toy World just put up their Wheeljack Legend scale for pre-order. Um, it's everybody's getting into it. Like now, it seems like Masterpiece is dwindling down the fans toys right. and X Transbots or what X Transbots KLC combo. So those other companies are actually investing more. Like even DX Nine, they're investing more into Legend scale and like new characters and stuff like that. So it is. That masterpiece gang is not going to legend scale, which is interesting. Gotcha. So, um, I did. I got that stuff. So, and I also bought something I'm very excited for tomorrow. And it's a video that Bobby Skullface posted today. Today is the 28th, and it's about display. And so, I yeah, bought. I was watching that actually. Yeah, I want to talk about that. We could talk about that probably later on offline or something, but. I'm very into, you know, I'm, I'm I'm obsessed with display. So I had I got this custom display for my wrestling figures off of Etsy. So I'm very excited for it to come in. It's actually meant for like pops and vinyls, but it had lights built into it and other okay. stuff. So I'm going I'm to kind of mod it a little bit to fit wrestling figures. So I'm very excited. It's expensive. It was expensive as shit, but uh, and it can mount <laughs> on the wall. It was like $200 ship, but I'm. <laughs> It's very expensive, but I really want to. If this works, I, I think it's something I can kind of break apart and do myself. So I really want to see whatever. But I'll let you know offline tomorrow how that goes. That's awesome. But I've been wrestling, and also it's a site called Ralph's Figures Clothing. I've been buying like clothing for some of my wrestler figures, like the clothing I remember. Okay, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. So that's pretty much been what I've been into lately. So well, I got one thing that I forgot about. And okay. I don't know how I forgot about it. It's my Shocker Toys Tick. You talked about that. You talked about it in the Toy Soldier video. So explain to everybody about it. 
Uh, Shocker Toys was a toy company that came out, like a little independent one that came out in the uh, early 2000s, and they had um, a few uh, licenses for like older stuff, like Tick, or not, Tick's not necessarily older, but like Dick Tracy, um, just a few figures here and there, and it was like a poorly ran company. They were shit, so distribution didn't always make it out, and it's just their figures are very hard to come by. They never really made it out there. I mean, I don't know. I had stuff pre-ordered on them for like three or four years until, you know, Big Bad Toy canceled my pre-order on them. Said, hey, we're not getting these. So just hard to, hard to come by figure. Hard to come by. And there's like different variants. Like silver. One, mine's got the silver spoon. There's a rare one that's like gold spoon. And I think there's only like, you know, 10 gold spoons and then 100 silver spoons. And so it's just, yeah, he's just a, a dope rare figure. He's in the Marvel Legends scale. So and he's the tick, you know. So he's like a seven-inch figure because yeah. the tick's like a big dude. He's a big guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a big guy. So um, yeah, I, I was just really excited. It's a figure I've wanted forever, and you can go on YouTube or not YouTube, eBay, and you know Google and find him and or search in and find him sometimes. And like right now is the most. There's like four, three or four on there right now. I've never seen that many come up. Like usually it's one every other month. I guess people are trying to get some money for a holidays or something. There's like four up right now. And like a gold spoon, there's a gold spoon up there right now. They think he wants like 200 for it, um, and then some other ones, and they're all running like 180 to two something. I got mine for 135. Okay. So I was happy. It's a good price for it. Yeah. But yeah, that's I, I did want to say. And mine, okay. So there's Shocker Toys, and then they kind of split up at the end, and the guy that continued the business changed it to JBJR. And then he had some of those figures and repackaged them in the JBJR, which is those. There was those figures didn't really make it out at all, which are rare. And mine's a JBJR. Okay. Yeah, it's a JBJR silver spoon. Okay. Uh, you said something about Dick Tracy figures. I used to love Dick Tracy, like the comic strip and um movie. So I will, I would be interested in Dick Tracy. Oh, he just sold the one. There was one. So they come up really rarely too, and there was one I was going to get him because I want I wanted Dick Tracy too, and the hat was missing. And I asked the dude, I was like, "Hey man, what's up? Like, where's that hat at?" And he's like, "You know what? After you messaged me, I looked into the package. It's not there. It's it's missing." So it was just him with his yellow coat. Now they made two variants. They made the black. There's a black suit variant, and then the yellow suit variant. The black suit has no hat. The yellow suit has the yellow hat. And so I passed on it, and he dropped down the price down to sixty nine ninety nine. It was ninety nine ninety nine, um, and he dropped to six nine nine nine, and it sold within an hour. Okay, yeah, I would, I would like a Dick Tracy, especially the bad guys too, like that. I think that would be you know going back to the display videos. I think some things should be displayed together, and like Dick Tracy and kind of his rose gallery of you know criminals. That would be a cool display. That would Uh-oh, be. Oh, hold on, I think we may have an issue right now, Fudge. What's wrong? Keep it leave. Keep it going. The, oh, it's okay. So there's a Mezco exclusive that just went up right now. It's Daredevil. It's a black suit. He's gonna sell out soon. He just went up. My boy just hit me up and told me about him. All right, we can continue talking. <laughs> okay. So did you pre-order them yet? Nope. I'm not going to. 
he I'm looked like. On, I'm passing on the. I'm passing on Daredevil. I'm passing on Punisher. I'm passing on the Netflix characters. Yeah, the Daredevil. I, I have. I've. I've seen parts of the Daredevil show mostly for like the Kingpin and kind of Punisher cameos. But like, he looks like the dude from the Princess Bride in this in the Mezco version. Like he don't have any like Daredevil insignia or anything. Right. He looked like the Dread Power Roberts almost with the black or whatever. So, um, yeah, so we were talking about, you know, the topic today has been MP10 and or MP10 3.0 and the $450 price tag that he's pre-ordered with. Let me start with this. Do you think that's really the price? Uh, it says it everywhere it's popping up that price. So it, it's kind of fishy. You know what I mean? Like, where are they getting? They're getting this number from somewhere. But we can both agree that it's been it time. Sometimes, but very rarely. Okay, you know, stuff will come out, and it could be ten, twenty dollars off. But it's not hundreds. I agree with you on that. It's not hundreds. Yeah, very rarely. Yeah, does it figure come out? They're like, oh, we were wrong by two hundred dollars, guys. It's not. Four fifty, it's two fifty. Yeah. It's like it doesn't work that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was just because I remember I, t- I said that to you, and I was telling somebody I was like, yeah, it mostly may be fifty dollars off, but it wouldn't be exactly. like two hundred dollars off or something like that. So exactly. I agree with you on that. What were your initial thoughts when you first saw it? my mouth, uh, like the figure itself or the price? The price. It, my mouth dropped like literally, like I. It was early in the morning. First thing I sit down, you know, and I, I always, one of the first things I do is I click on. Uh, new arrivals at Big Bed Toy Store, and it was up, and I clicked on it, and I saw, I was like, "Holy crap, that's a lot of money!" Like, I already have a ton of Masterpiece Primes. You want four fifty for that one? Like, sorry, I'm gonna feed the, na- the the KO market. Just pick up a better one when they someone else like when Y Zhang or Black Mamba or Y or Jin Bao re- releases it. <laughs> Stick a pen in that. I do want to talk KOs specifically about this. My first thought was. Takara is crazy. Like my very first thought was they're crazy. Like, but it makes sense. Prime's a keystone character, arguably the most important character in Transformers. So if you are going to upcharge anything, it's going to be for this Prime. So I understood it from this part. But like once I you know settled down, I actually have two different opinions. Like the business side for like the toy rental company and the collector side. So I um. Let me say my opinion right now. Which one do you care? Which one you hear first? No, go ahead. All right. So the business side was like, this is why the toy rental company was, was created because it's like everything else. The prices keep going up and up and up. Prime is again a keystone character. People are going to want to experience him, but don't want to pay four hundred and fifty dollars, which makes all the sense in the world. So it's a car payment and the mortgage for some people. You know what I'm saying? So like, the the prices are getting out of hand, and that's a bigger topic we'll talk about later. So, you know, in the, I'm from a business standpoint of what we're trying to do with the toy rental thing, I was happy for it. As a collector, I was shocked that they could even think about doing this. And I think that, me and you talked about it, I think that the price comes from the parts count or what they're trying to do with articulation. And I know you're big, you're big on articulation to me, but I'm looking at MP10. I touched MP10 today. I'm fine with his articulation. Like, the only thing I want for him and what I want for all masterpieces is, like, a butterfly joint and, like, wrist hinges and swivels or whatever. Let's say I'm looking at MP10 right now, and I out of the whole figure, and when I'm looking at him, the thing I don't care for is his shoulder joint. Yeah. Maybe I haven't pulled out. Maybe I just need to push it in for display purposes. 
but you know, for the added articulation, you know, you kind of pull them out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I'd rather have like more seamless butterfly joints and like wrist swiveling hinges. So I think that the them going down this articulation route for me, it isn't the payoff I would want. Like I, and this is going to tie into the torn flames, toys torn. If they were going to go down this ultra high end route, I wanted to be mostly die cast and an extreme level of paint. Like make toys, they're dropping the cross dimension prime. I got him, but they're dropping like a D a X a DX version, which is like chrome paint all over. The same thing as Fan Toys is doing with a jet fire. Like that they're re releasing them under like a X version which has chrome and metallic paint all over. Yeah, I'm getting that one. Yeah, so like I want like if you're gonna charge four hundred fifty dollars, I want my money to go to paint and die cast, honestly. Like the articulation you know, like I said, maybe an app crunch. I don't really don't care for app crunches like that. But my, my by and large, for me, it will be more die cast and way more die cast and way more paint for that price. Articulation is cool. I understand. Like, I don't care if my prime can do the Iron Man pose. As long as you can do some basic and some semi-dynamic poses, I'm happy. So I have a problem with the price. I don't have a problem with them going up on price. It's just what they went up on doesn't really interest me as much as the next person. That's my opinion. What about you? So I point yes, because people can't afford that shit. <laughs> so yes, that's going to be definite plus. Um, I don't know. It, I just don't see like how this much, how it costs this much. Like them doing remolding, re, you know, redoing everything. Like I, I just don't get it. I, that's more than MP1 was. You know what I'm saying? Like when it came out yeah. with trailer. Yeah. And so, and this, I mean, what size is this? Do we know that? What size? Like the height wise? Like how big, is, how big does it compare between the MP1 or MP10? I, I would assume it's more MP10 because they've, they've scaled everything else based on MP10. So I would assume it's in that same MP10 realm. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just don't see that remolding costing that much. And, and they one of the reasons why is they don't see maybe necessarily a future for that mold uh, as far as reproductions, as far as doing an Ultra Magnus variant and a Nemesis Prime variant. Maybe they're not going to do that with that. Then that's why they're charging so much. Usually when you have like normal molds, like, you know, like a MP10, it's not necessarily that bad because they're going to get their money back after all that cost of, you know, creating the, uh, all the tooling and molding for it. But I would Again, think... So you know, like get it back. Yeah, yeah. So like Nemesis, Nemesis Prime. I don't think like you have to do no changes to that. That's just repainting, right? Like Madness, you have to make changes to. Nemesis Prime is just a complete repaint. So I, I, well, all the early Nemesis, or all the ultra, all the early Ultra Magnuses, like MP, whatever the one variant. There's a I got all those. There's like a variant. It's and it's just a white repaint of Prime, and that's what. You know, they call Mag they'll call Magnus. They won't call him Ultra Magnus, they just call it Magnus. Okay. But they repaint, you know, that prime into Magnus. So they get three right off the bat. You know, Optimus Prime, Magnus, Nemesis Prime. I don't know. Take out the price. What did you think of the toy what have you thought of the prime toy that you've seen? Like I've seen, I've seen a dude playing with it and I like how like the fingers are individually articulated. The waist looks like it has a good actual like turning thing because it's only on connected by like one piece. Uh, 
So it looks like you get some, you know, articulation forward, backwards. It's pretty blocky, which is just like the the toy or the the cartoon. I think it looks I think it looks good, but it's like, do I need another Prime? And then do I need another one that costs four hundred fifty dollars? Like I'm waiting the next this next Prime I'm getting. I'm only going to get cool primes, like from now on. I'm not getting whatever they release. Okay, so like, that's I guess I think that's kind of been the reflection of the community as a whole. But I would also say, just third party with third party doing primes. I think is Magic Square is doing a prime. Another company is doing a prime. I forget the other company name. Like with, so I'm looking at them side by side with MP10, and he stands shoulder to shoulder. But for some reason, he looks a little bit taller. His stacks are shorter than MP10. But he's definitely more, he's bigger. And not necessarily like, he's just more like blockier. You know what I'm saying? He's blockier. Whereas MP10's got some angles to him that kind of thin him out at the waist. His just goes like into, from like lower abdomen into waist. All pretty much the same size. His legs are kind of thick. And then where MP10 on the sides where they kind of bulge out for the wheel wells, it doesn't really have that for the, the new one. It doesn't have that bulge. They're just straight legs. Like, from the very top to the very bottom, there's no break. They're just one solid piece down. Yeah. He looks cool. You know, like, he looks cool. I'm not going to... But, like, again, it's that price. You know, his grills... The biggest thing is, like, his grill is, like, almost like a perfect square, as where MP10s is, like, a big rectangle. Which one? Which one do you? Well, I guess, and then this becomes like how he was drawn so different on the cartoons and kind of beauties right. in the eye to behold a type thing. Like, which one do you? Which one do you prefer? My, let me come back and ask you this: Besides the shoulders, did you have a problem with MP10? No, I just need to push in his shoulders. I'm looking like if right now, like I just pushed in on him and he looks better. I just need to push in his shoulders. I had him out for he looks bigger, you know, like but he's so I just push his shoulders. He looks good. Um, I'm getting my ultimate prime that I've always wanted in December. Can you describe and that for the listeners? Because I mean, you know, we're not. It, so this one is car- looks like the cartoon, whereas the one I'm getting it's called Cell Shaded, and it's painted to look exactly like the cartoon. So if I were to take a good photo of it, it would actually you would think it was a cartoon. You'd be like, no, man, that's cartoon. That's da da da. The way that they shade it and make it look and everything. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been waiting. I've been waiting like six months on it. So that's my prime. Okay. That's going to be my definitive prime. Like cell shaded. That's G one straight off the page to me. Okay. So sticking on the prime, and we're going to talk more about it. Do you think with because me and you talked about it, and we both agreed that the increased parts count for articulation and engineering is contributing to the price of this. Do you think K this can be knocked off with the increase in parts? Like, do you think it can be reasonably knocked off? Whereas you get the similar experience for cheap, very cheap, like they've done other primes. Or do you think it'll be because it's so highly articulated that they'll stop at a point and you get like maybe 30, 40 percent of what it, what this new prime will be? You know what? I, I don't know to tell you the truth. And the reason why I say that is because sometimes they knock stuff off and the knockoff companies will make that piece better. And then it's also cheaper. They'll use better quality plastic. They'll add articulation where there wasn't articulation, or they'll give it a swivel where it was only a hinge. You know what I mean? They some people 
some companies do that. They make up their those pieces better. So I don't know. I'm, I, I am interested. I imagine they'd be able to knock it off because they're not paying for any costing or molding for what they're doing. They're just making a copy of it. You know what I mean? So that that could be a two man operation in a you know a little warehouse in China. You know them taking apart and three D scanning stuff and printing it out. So. I would just say, like, I would think the part, I would think the challenge with that would be actually the parts count. So, like, not necessarily, like, I mean, I don't think it's nothing new about the engineering, but at some point, the number of parts is the number of parts, right? If, and if MP10 has 100 parts and this new one has 400 parts, like, at what point do you, as a, as a KO, do you, like, fuck it, there's too many parts to, to, re, to where we can really make money or whatever? Because I agree right. with you, they do improve in a lot of times, but I think. I think there has to be some upper limit, right? Where it's not worth your time to do that. And I don't know if this is the upper limit. I don't know if it's, I don't know what is that upper limit. I don't even know if it's parts or whatever, but there has to be an upper limit. And I was just saying with the parts count, because the prices, the prices in that target to be KO'd and collectors will go get it crazy, right? Because it's so expensive. But if it's a thing where, hey, we can't do 400 parts for $150. If we do 400 parts, it's going to be $230, which collectors will still get. But at some point, it goes to a, is it more valuable to get the KO at that point if it can't even do the ba- the functions of what they're touting for the new part piece? So that's right. just my question. I just wonder what's the upper limit for it. It's like KOs even like, fuck that. We won't make any money KOing that order. So that's it. But I think also with this Prime, you have hot toys, right? What's that? Yeah, I have a few. You have Hulkbuster, right? Yes, yes, I do. Seven hundred dollar toy, right? What was uh, it? Six hundred? No, he was like eight something. Eight hundred dollars, and I know you can pay over. Like, I know you can pay over thing. Where is the difference? He goes, yeah, he goes for more now. He's like twelve hundred now. Yeah, and they're re-releasing him with extra parts, so you can get like I think it's four hundred now. Okay, so, um, fourteen hundred. So like, the price is the price. Do you feel that this prime, just because the standard was set at him being a hundred, two hundred dollars, do you think that hurt them initially? Or because like you spent eight hundred dollars on the toy, maybe not in one city, but you spent eight hundred dollars on the toy, or you just don't think MP anything is worth eight hundred dollars, no matter how how much articulation they give. Like why does it, like as a collector, why would our minds go cool for a hot toy and not so cool? Because hot toys average. 300, 200, 250 in the, but not cool for a transform. Right. Like, what, what, it, like, in your mind, why is that? I don't know. I mean, Hot Toys are paying for different stuff. They're paying, you know, movie licenses. They're paying for uh, likeness fees from, you know, actors and whatever their contract states, you know, what they're, I don't know. They're, it's just, it's just two different ball fields. I just, man, it's hard for me to see. A transformer that's com- that compares to, like a you know, like you're saying, a Iron or Iron Man Hulkbuster. Well, let's not even use Hulkbuster. Let's go down and, and let's go down. So like Iron Man, Iron Man's a normal what two fifty and up, right? Two fifty three hundred dollars, right. right? We'll say three. I think they'd have to go all metal. Okay. They'd have to go all metal, and then you know, great paint jobs, everything. It would just, I don't know. Cause I, I mean, do you want to buy an all metal figure and put that in your detox? You're going to display one of them. Yeah, so I, I mean, I I agree with you is that with hot toys 
as a collector, not from a business standpoint. I just from, think it's two different things, man. I think they're two different. I, but I think that that's in our mind. I think that for me, and you can speak to it, me, the allure of hot toys is getting something that in the face looks exactly like a real world. It's real right. world counterpart. And I think right. that from a business, that's what you pay for, right? So like hot toys, JC Hondam do an amazing job of sculpting people where they look exactly like they do on the movies. I think that's where the, that's where your money goes into in hot toys. Kind of the the intricate details that Transformers actually doesn't have to get, right? Prime is Basically, big cold cur- uh, robots. Their faces are big curves, big swoops. It's not that much intricate detail in their face or their physical appearance. What you pay for a Transformers is parts and transformation and engineering. And so, I would just wonder, like, uh, they're valued for different reasons, and you pay for different things. But it would seem like at some point there could be a common thread to say, hey, like you said, Transformer may not have to have the intricate details, but if I'm paid this price, it should be all metal. Or whatever. So, just interested in that. But I want to ask you one more question about the Prime. Do you have a problem paying the three sixty nine, three eighty for the Flames Toys Drift? I mean, not Drift, Torn. I hate it. You know what I mean? Like, I hate it. But after I saw the quality of the Drift, and saw what, you know, I think he, it's... I, th- I still think it's, it's overpriced. I mean, I think that Torn should be like a two ninety nine figure. Where, and Drift should have been like a one ninety nine figure, okay. whereas you know Drift was two ninety nine and Tarn's three ninety nine. Like I, I think they're about a hundred dollars overpriced each. Okay. But I'm not sure if that's because it's import. You know how much their licensing fee was. You know since they're since they're not doing very many of them because they're so there's a it's a niche market for Transformers fans because most of the times if you tell someone hey check out this Transformer that doesn't transform they get upset. Some some of the fandom get a little goofy. Who's well, the transformer if it doesn't transform? Da, da, da. So there's not that maybe the market's not big for that high detailed you know expensive figure. So they're only doing. I'd be curious to know what the run ins of them. How many tarns are they making? That'd be interesting. Because that's another figure that they're only going to get. I don't know maybe one use out of. Drift, oh yeah, you know, definitely. You know, the I shadow, mean, they're doing a shattered, a shattered glass version of Drift, so they're getting two versions out of the Drift. I just don't see Tarn being a character where you're getting multiple uses out of that mold. Well, MMC did it. They made an Autobot version of Torn, so they can do that. He was an exclusive though for like a con for a con, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I don't. I, I mean, to echo your point, I don't see how big a shattered glass version of Drift would be. Like, I know they have the mold, but I couldn't see, like you said, like. And I said this on Instagram to somebody. Drift and Torn are niche characters in and of themselves. And, like, they aren't mainstream characters. Like, unless you read IDW, you wouldn't know who either one of these two are. So, like, for the guy who's going to target buying star screens and stuff like that, you ask them who Torn is, they'd be like, who? You know what I'm saying? Because he's exactly. only in the comic books. I, well, I'm not going to lie, man. I didn't know who Tarn was. I saw this figure go for three ninety nine. I saw the company, I looked at the company they did Drift, so I looked at the Drift, I was like, oh wow, this Drift's badass. Looked into the Tarn a little bit more, and holy crap, you know, the pictures they started posting up, I was like, wow, this Tarn's going to be badass. Yeah. And so then I went to YouTube, and typed in IDW Tarn, and clicked on it, and watched a few videos to get updated, and that made me fall in love with Tarn enough as a character to warrant me getting that figure. Yeah, so Tarn is... 
Torn is a keystone character in comic books. Torn is probably arguably one of the top five most important characters in the IDW universe. So like, I think he's I, th- I think he's more than Drift. But like, I, to to the point, you you think they're a hundred dollars overpriced, but you could still see them being toward the two hundred three hundred dollar range. Oh, the quality and everything, and the lighting and everything they put in there, definitely. Okay. It was rumors that MP10 3.0 would have lights in it. Still not worth four hundred fifty dollars, but would that make if they had basically a torn that transformed? What would you think the price of that should be in your mind? Say that again. If they made MP, so MP10 the 3.0 is supposed to have right. lights in it. My question is, if they made him the quality of the flame toys torn, but he transformed, what would you think a fair price would be for him? Like, if I mean, if he's quality of flames toys torn, but transforms, I mean. I would say I would feel comfortable paying three fifty to four hundred, I guess, for a prime or something like that. But I want you know above and beyond where you know his the toes, his the lights in his toes light up like the Luvin. Have you seen the Luwin? See the Luwin or Luvin uh, Optimus Prime? It's like two and a half feet tall. Yeah, the big one. Because they did a sound wave too. Three twenty nine. It's a big monster. Yeah, yeah. It lights up everywhere though. Yeah. Both toes light up. Lights on the chest light up. Head lights up. You know, it just it lights up. And it lights up where it should. So if they're going like that, then yeah, like you know, bring it on. Then it would be an ultra high end premium prime. So like if it look, so like if it looked like if it performed like the flame toys torn with lights everywhere, like you said, eyes light up, the lights light up, the lights on the toes light up, and in vehicle mode he lights up. Then you you have you can command that higher price because you've added all the things that we will agree is a higher end toy or whatever. I'm looking at MP10. Now, my main problem with MP10, again, like I said, is, you know, lights would be cool, but more paint and die cast. Like, for $400, he should be 80% metal or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah. Well, the hard part with, the with you know, that metal and the reason why they only do it in feet and stuff is, number one, to help with the center of gravity because some of these figures, they're oh, too top over. heavy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And two is, like, those ratchet like, those joints that they have to put in, if they're all metal, you know, you want something to hold up over 20 years, like, go grab any old Transformer, you know, from G1 that was metal and stuff. Guess what? They don't hold up very well. And I know it was 20 years ago, but I, if I'm buying a $400 toy, I hope at least it lasts 20 years, you know, if I keep it that long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Ultimately, I guess it comes down to will you buy the Prime? No. You said it earlier. I will. I think I'm going to buy it. Actually, I know I'm about. I got so. my cell shaded coming. I'm so excited for that. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I and I want. No, nah, I'm just going to keep it to that one. Uh-huh. All right. Does this? What does this say about Takara and Transformers going forward? You know what? I don't know. I don't know. See, yo, you know what? Let's go back. What What would make the price da da da? You know, go up and worth it. Bring it back to the first scale of masterpiece. So it's like 12 inches or something like that, or 14 yeah, inches. Yeah, one size with all of that. Okay. Because, you know, that's that's how they kind of got away with the prices they were. Like, they dropped size. They dropped scale, you know? Yeah. One through nine, they're like, man, these things are too big. Too big. These boxes are huge. You know, <laughs> let's, let's down them a little bit. If they change the scale of the MP10, one, they would, di- they would have to redo Megatron again. I don't know how... Out there about doing that, but that, you have to redo your whole collection, and I don't know how many fans would be interested in doing that whole collection and 
in general right. or whatever. See, for me, as far as masterpiece figures, I'm waiting on that Jetfire from Fans Toys. So that I mean, that doesn't really count. I'm waiting on Megatron for uh, for Beast Wars, which is like January. That's it, man. Like, there's no other Transformers on my, you know, heads up display. Yeah, you talking to somebody who has only Transformers on his heads up display, and I can, <laughs> I mean, I can just tell you, like, and just being in certain groups and just watching people. That's the problem with Transformers now. Is like, and you asked a question earlier. That's why Legend Scale is so popular now, and everybody d- jumping in the Legend Scale market because, like, Transformers representations characters are we're wrapping i won't say wrapping up but we're coming definitely downhill with characters now you just need to knock out some season three characters season four characters and you'd be done like it's to the point now where they're doing niche characters like skids like it's transpires did the skids somebody who was only in two episodes for two scenes so like i mean that part of it is that was suck of like takara kind of redid and said hey this new Prime is 15 inches, and this is our new Sunbo scale, and we got a Megatron coming to 16 inches. And, you know, people who are deep down this path would kind of be like, man, fuck that. I'm not redoing my whole $20,000, $30,000 collection just because y'all want to change that scale. Like, if they did it for, like, Prime, just Prime, or just Prime and, like, maybe somebody else, that would be cool. But if it's one of them things where they're like, hey, we're going to re-release Prowl, he's going to be 10 inches now. Then you probably like fuck that, but I actually do think that's the for them for a longevity standpoint for them and third party, especially people who only do Transformers, those companies. That's the only thing that makes sense. Hence, Legend Scale. Like instead of making it bigger, people have made it smaller, and that's why it, you can get X amount of more years out of it because you're just changing scale. And the only way to go now is to upscale them more and go back to that original size, like you said. Like even though I'm just venting about why you shouldn't. I think if you're trying to stay in business doing this that long, that's the only thing you can do. So. Yeah. There's only one figure I would like to see that hasn't been done in Masterpiece, and I can't even remember his name right now. He was a, like a G2 character, only released in Europe, and he was a truck, you know, I, I believe, like Prime. You know, he had a, or also, almost like an Ultra Magnus, like he had a carrier back. His colors were like a, like a greenish teal. He was white, that teal. Gosh, man, what is his name? Now I can't remember his name. That's fine. But, yeah, I mean, I I think we both can say that Takara, Hasbro are losing their mind. In a way, you got to blame Flames Toys for this. I think that Drift and Torrent show, people will pay it. And so I think other companies took notes, especially Takara, like, hey, we can charge it now. Right. So, like, like, we both got Torrent on pre-order, right? You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, but I, after this, man, I'm switching my companies who I order stuff from. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, ultimately, you 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 don't mind paying three fifty for the toy. That's what I'm saying, or whatever. Like, right. like well, you I do fi- mind, but I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it right. So, like, and collectors, and the first drift sold out. So, like, if like you said, toys that are hundred dollars overpriced are selling out. I, you, if you're a company who makes toys, you have to take note of this. Like, especially right. the official company, you have to take note of that. An official property. Has sold out of niche characters for a ultra high end rate, rate range. So I I don't see Takari ever going down because they don't have to unless we stop buying them. So I think this is a problem. Right. I think this is a problem moving forward. And I like I think there's what's going to happen is 
this gonna keep them in that G one Beast Wars Ultra known character pot for a while because I don't see how you can do Transformer Prime, which is a you know which is another way you can extend your shelf life by doing newer fiction. But I don't see how you could do Transformer Prime and charge three hundred two fifty for those characters unless you did make them big because they're such a small group of characters. Like you could make those like all big and then keep yourself in the market that way. But right, that's just me. Hi, right. anything else you want to tackle? I just, I just wanted to get on and do real quick about the prime. Oh no, uh-uh. nope. oh let's talk Titans. Let's do a quick quick yeah. talk about Titans. High level thoughts. What? High level thoughts, like without high spoilers. High level thoughts. Yeah, without spoilers. Like, what do you? What Man, do you... I'm not sure if I'm capable of high level thoughts, even in general. Okay, well, let's do this. Spoilers. If you don't want to be spoiled by Titans, then wait. To, then don't listen from now on. Let's talk Titans. Okay. What are your thoughts on it? I like it so far. I, I like. I said from the beginning, like, if you give it to me, you know, I'll enjoy it for what it is. I'll try to at least. Um, there's a few things that I didn't care for that, I don't know, everyone else doesn't care, or a lot of people don't care for. Um, like, what don't you care for about it? This is, <laughs> I don't like Corey. I don't like her either. Her character is annoying. I, I think they, they should have sticks more traditional for Corey. They should have kept it like, I don't want to say she has to like be skimpy and stuff, but... I don't know. Nah, she's the. I don't like her character either. Like yeah, I, she's I the most like annoying her. character on the thing. Right. So like you know, what, I mean, I, whether she black or whatever, Tamaranian or whatever, I think they're trying to walk through that to discover right. that she is Tamaranian. Which you know, whatever, fine. But I don't like how I don't like the character now either. So like I don't like the girl's portrayal of the character. I just the character just comes off as annoying to me. Yeah, exactly. So I I can agree with that. Um, I like, I like what I like. One of the things I like, I like Beast Boy, him and Raven kind of having something. Uh, I, what do you think about Robin being like, not that clean cut Dick Grayson that we're used to? Oh, I like him cause he's, he's getting into his Nightwing persona. That's what I'm excited for when he drops. Cause he hasn't in the show, you know, he, what? hasn't been Robin for a year or something, or he hasn't worked for, with Batman for a year, and so he puts on the, you know, him and Jason Todd get into a little tiff. Or was it Tim Drake? No, it was it's Jason, um, Todd, Jason right? Todd, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So him and Jason Todd get into a little tiff, where he's like, dude, you know, what's up? Like, you said, you say you're not Robin, but here you are in a Robin suit, you've been away for a year. Um, and so I hope that's going to push him into becoming Nightwing. And when he's Nightwing, he is his own man. He is that. He does become almost... An equal to he is an equal to Batman. Like when Batman, you know, in a couple series and stuff, when Batman's died and they everyone fought for the cow, everyone. Dick Grayson came out on top and assumed the role as the new Batman at the end. Yeah, well, I, I guess I'm not talking about that part of I'm, I, the part about Nightwing. I, I agree with, but I'm talking about more so like he's not as clean cut and like you well, know, he's a like, man. yeah, he's a he's man. Not like a boy anymore, he's a man. Yeah, you know, like, like Dick Grayson, we're used to little smiling Dick Grayson, little doing flips, and I am I work with Batman and G Willikers, and like, nah, this is a this is a he's a fuck, he's a man. Yeah, he, he's, he's a man <laughs> that's been fighting since he was a little boy, and so he's a little jaded. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I actually I like that part of it. Years, and I, I fought for 
out of my eight years, probably for three and a half, I was in a fight somewhere. And that wore me out. So I can't imagine this kid going out every night and doing it. Now, it may be a lot more fun than what he was doing. But he was still going out every night, risking his life every night. That gets old. It wears on you, risking your life a lot. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I, I I would agree with that. I like I like that. I wish they would have kept the nuclear family around a little longer. I thought that would I thought that part would have been something. Like instead of killing them in two episodes, like killing the dad in the first in the first episode, they went in a second. Like if they could have played out a cat and mouse game with the Teen Titans a little longer, I would have liked that. Um, I wish they would have did. I'm, I'm sure they're gonna do more with the Doom Patrol, but I they, did. So the Doom Patrol, they're not gonna do much with the Doom Patrol <coughs> right now because when Titans ends, like this this winter, and the next show is Doom Patrol. So Doom Patrol is gonna be it's it's oh it's the next show that's coming up. Oh, for real? Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's why you got your. They gave you a little dose, and I was gonna say I really liked the Doom Patrol. I loved how you know they're interpreted. Like everything was cool. And so I'm excited to see the Doom Patrol show because they're all good guys. Um, they're just different. And oh, do you like the Chief being how they portrayed the Chief on the show? Did you like that? Do you like this portrayal yeah, of the Chief? That's how he is. Okay. That's how he is. So everything they kept pretty true. Even it's funny that the actress that plays Elastigirl looks very, very similar to the comic book version. Like visually, like their eyes, big eyes, like just very similar. So they did a great job with the Doom Patrol. I loved it. And like I said, it made me excited enough for the spring when their own show, like their own show comes out, which sounds like you're excited for too. <coughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I like the Doom Patrol. It's just one of the things in the comics about them is that they are kind of a dated property. Right. Well, like, it's all dated property. They're all dated, man. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, since they're not as popular, they haven't gotten the updates that the more known property. Pop- like animal, vegetable, mineral man. Like, are they gonna have a version of him on the Doom Patrol show? You know what I'm saying? Like, some of those kind of themes that is they that, were. Is that our man? Is that the same guy? No, no, no. In Doom Patrol, one of their Keystone villains is this dude called Animal, Vegetable, Mineral Man. And gotcha. like, he's just a corny. You could tell it was the 50s, 60s type, you know, villain or whatever. So like, some of these villains who were like. On the concepts they were fighting, which were dated? Were they? How would they update those? I, that's what I'm interested in seeing in Doom Patrol. Um, I think it's, the reason why I think it's funny is because I just did a video on my YouTube channel talking about the first superhero team. Do you know who the first superhero team is? Well, I saw your video, so Justice League of okay. America. Justice Society. Yeah, Justice Society of America. Yeah. So you want to talk about old, jaded characters. Like when I was reading up on everyone, oh my gosh. Those guys are all from the 20s and 30s. They made their first appearance together like in 1940. Who's your favorite out of the Justice Society? Oh, probably the one that's been around like still like probably Dr. Fate. And then I think the new Green Lantern. It's hilarious to me. Um, I love everyone equally the same, you know, (laughs) but they made Alan Scott, the new Green Lantern. uh, He was the original Green Lantern. They made him gay. And then what makes that fun, like humorous is that his weakness, Alan Scott's weakness is wood. <laughs> so we got a, a gay guy that's weakness is wood. And so that's just kind of funny to me. Yeah, Sorry if I offend is. anyone. I don't, I, I don't mean any intention. No, no, but it is, it is ironic, right? That's yeah, it's ironic. Exactly. So yeah, that that's funny. Um, but Dr. Fate's a, like badass. It's funny to know 
to research and find out how everyone got their powers with the older ones. A lot of it had to do with archaeologists finding stuff or people getting hit with mysterious gases um, or something fell from the sky and they touched it. It's very different than the, the Marvel mutants and we make ourselves, we're born this way or, you know what I mean? Like, it's very yeah. just weird. Like, Dr. Fate, um, he was found by his dad, Sven Nelson, and his son, Kent Nelson, were in Egypt. He opens a tomb, a gas, a gas comes out, kills the dad. The gas is a now-resurrected sorcerer that feels bad that he just killed the dad. So then he takes the little boy under his wing and teaches him how to be like a super sorcerer. And then he imbues himself in a helmet. So whenever the boy puts on the helmet, that sorcerer that egyptian sorcerer gets to take over okay that's one dude um oh my favorite's our man so our man is the 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 gnc of the 20s he's mixing he's mixing his vitamins that's when you said that other dude the vitamin da, 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 that's why i said is that our man so he's the 20s 30s version he's mixing up stuff so he came up with a formula it's called a uh, miraclo that he takes it for one hour. He's super strong and super this and super that, but he's only got one hour. So that's why he's, his name is Our Man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I've been doing a lot of research. I did a lot, some research on the older guys, and it's just really funny. Like, you can almost make a pie chart. I should, if I wanted to devote that much time to it. Uh, to like the old superheroes and how they got powers by gases or a blood transfusion. <laughs> you know, just something like you're like, Okay, I guess that's what kids in the 20s and 30s said. That's what they thought, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, as you as you have learned more about the Justice Side of America, what do you what do it make you think about the superhero teams of today? Like just in general, like regardless of publication or anything. I don't know, it, it, just the original ones are just it's just a different time and era. Like it's definitely like when I'm reading the older comics, you know when I read them it's just a different era just their wording and their vocabulary and they were intentionally you know these were meant for children and then now today i mean gosh you got infinity war on the big screen yeah you can get i got one of my favorite series is like the marvel max series so if you ever if anyone ever told you like oh those are little kid books duh, duh, give them a marvel max series get, find a marvel max punisher and say here check this out it's not a kid's book it's not it's an adult book yeah, and it's just it, man, it's just two different realms, dude. It, it's it's awesome to see the progression, though. I will say that because yeah. you got to figure like the first team up for anyone was the Justice Society of America. And then you probably have some Justice League in there, and then not till Marvel. What do you have? The Fantastic Four, the first family. And that was six. That was what the sixties, right? Sixty so, something, yeah. yeah. So, so it's cool to see the evolution, and you know, like it, that's what I say. It's cool to see the evolution of it. Yeah. But I enjoy it. it it's just funny because, like, the Watchmen. You know that those are old timey superheroes. So if you like the Watchmen movie or anything like that, or that graphic novel, it's kind of like the same stuff. For the JSA, it's just they're corny, you know, and their costumes can be real revealing or just. I don't know. Like, like I keep saying, man, it's a different time. You yeah. know, it's like looking back into history. Like it's looking through a portal to what the culture was then. Yeah. 
Anything else? Any other thoughts on the Titans? What do you mean? The show, the Titans. Like we we went off on a tangent with the Justice Society. Like, we, huh? Um, I like it. Like I said, I like it. Hmm. I just, yeah. Are you looking forward to more of these like type shows from like Marvel and DC? Yeah, yeah, I'm game, man. I'm game to continue. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think, like, yeah, you, you keep giving it to me, and I'll try to enjoy as much as I can. Okay. You know, I want it to succeed. I'm not one of those guys that's like, oh, this sucks. I want to see it fail. Like, I don't want to see anything of these fail. Because when these succeed, that only gives us more shows. And then, it, you know, you can say it's bad, but that gives us more toys, better toys. You know what I'm saying? So they I invest in it because it's it, they, it's a proven and invest a proven investment is, at like, that point. You know, all of us could download movies if we wanted to, right? Yeah. But I go to the theater on purpose to support those movies, so I get more of my movies. Yeah. that makes sense. I was just, I like I think Titans net um Titans on the DC universe, the Punisher, the Daredevil. I think these shows are needed to grow, like you said, where people say, "Oh, they're just." Like, you can have the comic books for the kids. You can have the cartoons for the kids. But this is a way to keep it adult, adults interested, too, right? So like, Well, the, yeah, they're trying to find their niche. Oh. I, I will say that Titans is trying to find where it belongs. It doesn't know if it's a, like a, a, a high school drama or if it's uh, NYPD Blue at times. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's trying to find in, – in, I don't know who it's – I can see how it's geared towards adults, but sometimes it seems like it's geared towards like high schoolers, like older, older kids, you know, like 16, 17, 18 is, it seems like the demographics probably like 17 to 25 or something. I would imagine. Yeah. Which is fine. I'm, I'm, which is definitely fine. I'm just saying that, you know, I think in the room, like it can be, it can be multiple iterations of the same characters. You can have the Teen Titans go to the movies for the kids and stuff like that. And you can have the Titans, even though they're still trying to find a way for the more adult-oriented group. And so I'm glad that they are doing these type of shows. They give it so it won't just be that kiddie thing, that they are being growing with growing with us. So like now they're more edgy right. and stuff like that. So like you said, I'm all for it. And the more you get to these, the more they can go. I'm also for tackling some of the obscure character, the obscure um, promotions and publications. So, like, I'll, I'm you, know, I don't need another Batman or Superman. I would like one, but I'm glad that they're doing Titans, which leads to getting to the Doom Patrol and the Freedom, Freedom Fighters and other obscure teams and properties most people don't know about. Because there's a lot of interesting, especially for DC, who came up by basically buying other com- comic book companies on their, you know, as they grew or whatever. It's great to see some of these characters get, you know. You get to spend time on them instead of spending the same time on the same three or four or whatever. So right, I what I wanted to do is keep dropping people in though from the DC universe. Like every, I don't need every episode someone new to pop in, but I like like drop those people in there. I think I was reading the thing like uh, the episode name for number eight is Donna Troy. Okay, so I'm really excited for that. So Donna Troy is a sidekick to Wonder Woman. Okay. So, I'm, so I'm, that's gonna be cool, and they got Hawk and Dove on the show. Yeah, I, I saw Hawk and Dove, Dove figures, so I'm gonna talk about them when I get them in. Is it the is it the Hawk and Dove from like the boy Hawk and Dove or the Hawk and Dove from Natural Titans, where it's a guy and a girl, a romantic thing? Well, I mean, it's always they've always been that. Well, the Hawk and Dove, like on Justice League, on the cartoon, they were brothers. Oh, okay. So in 
comics and like other stuff, they've always been together. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know that for that show. Yeah, yeah. So that's So yeah. But I think that you know, wrapping up about this, that is one of the things that, I don't know if you saw the Batman Brave and the Bold. It was like a a hodgepodge of different ideas, but like every episode, Batman worked with something else, right? Yeah, and I thought that was a cool thing because, like, as they got deeper in the seasons, it was more the obscure. So you did work with like the Doom Patrol, you did work with the Freedom Fighters, you did work with like people you've never seen before or whatever, right? You know, that I'm glad that they're doing that, and I hope that they do this with Titans. You know, like you said, don't have to be every time, but if they can just feed you a little bit of like using the nuclear family. Like, I'm glad they used them as kind of like the higher government agents. I wish they would have went more into them, but it was cool that they used them. And like you said, even giving you the Doom Patrol, who is not a known property for most people, that was cool. So I'm all for introducing, like, especially obscure characters. So I'm all Yeah, I'm excited. Like, see what else they drop and then see what Doom Patrol, like, who else they bring into it. You know, bring me in more people. I want to see some, like, I don't know. Get me more into your universe is what the reason why I'm committing to these shows is because I want to see more out of them. Agreed. I think that's the perfect way to say it. Get me more into your universe. So Yes. Alright. Anything else? Nah, man. That's that's it for right now. All right, we Check hit- out my YouTube channel. Go to my uh, Instagram, Shao Horton, and click on the link. Alright, thank you guys for watching. And like you said, check him out on his YouTube. I mean, on his Instagram and check out the Toy Soldier Action Figure Reviews YouTube channel. You can find me on Instagram at DW underscore RTR. Do you want to tell them how to spell your YouTube name so they can find you? No, that's, it's, it's okay. Just, uh, yeah, the Toy Soldier and then colon Action Figures and Reviews. Okay. But the easiest way, you just go to my Instagram and click the link. All right. <clears throat> All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back with another episode. Thanks, guys.